Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about the five healing powers of solitude, just five ideas for you to understand how powerful solitude and being alone can be. This is truly a way of benefiting our lives by giving ourselves some time alone. And you know, I always have a quote at the end of the show, but today I wanted to actually also read it in the beginning, because I think it sets up nicely what I want to talk about. And this quote is from Robin Sharma. In stillness lives wisdom. In quiet, you'll find peace. In solitude, you'll remember yourself. And I think this nicely states what it is that solitude or being alone can do for us. Now, one of the things that's important to remember is that there are some differences when we're talking about solitude and being alone. There's a distinction between loneliness and solitude, right? Loneliness involves a feeling, a feeling of being disconnected from people. And this can be even while you are with them physically. So loneliness is not about separating yourself from people so much as the feeling of being disconnected from people, even when you are around them. And solitude is, you know, another word for solitude could be alone time, right? It could just be, this is my alone time. You don't have to make it sound so official, but it involves physically removing yourself from people or your work in order to connect better with yourself. And in that way, you benefit yourself and the people who are around you when you come back. Loneliness 
or isolation feels like a punishment. It feels distressful, right? But solitude and having alone time can feel refreshing and it is a very healthy thing to do. So I wanted to set that up before I got started because there can be some confusion about that sometimes. I know we've talked about it in the past, but it has been a while. So let's look at how life is right now and what we can do to realize these powers of solitude. Because life can be super busy. It can be demanding, it's challenging, and it's at a fast pace. And it could be that there's so much to do or so much to remember and hold on to that there can be very few opportunities to really reflect and really let go of everything. Sometimes we need to actually physically move ourselves away from people in work. And that's what I'm talking about here when I talk about solitude. So it's important to remember that every once in a while, we can give ourselves the opportunity to either stand still or even take a step back. It can be important to remember that it's okay to either stand still or even take a step back and that we aren't losing by doing that, that it's okay to take a step back, even a couple of steps back, or to simply stand still. We don't need to always be moving forward and especially at a frantic pace. So there are times when taking that step back will really help you to win. It will really help you to move forward more easily when you come back into the pace of life again. We all make plans and everyone around us makes plans, right? But not everything works out the way we want it to. And this happens with everybody. So the result can be that our plans are bound to change. And in order to be reasonable in life, we have to be flexible with that. It's okay that plans change. And sometimes the way to get that flexibility is to get some space, some space from what's going on with us day in and day out. It can feel like a rut until we get a little bit of separation and maybe some of that solitude. So this also can require us to be actually letting go and letting go can feel tough for some people. So what we want to do is pay attention to our world around us and with us being kind of enmeshed, if you will, in our day-to-day -day activities and the day-to-day -day activities of our loved ones and our work life, extended family and our communities, we could really begin to lose sight of who we are, what we want, where we're at, and actually where we're going. So if you find that you are in a rut or you're clinging to unimportant things, but just doing it because that's what you've always done, it might be a good time for you to consider some of these benefits of practicing some alone time. And we do this by taking a step back from the activities of regular daily life. And when we withdraw ourselves and we practice having some alone time, this is when we get the bird's eye view of our lives and we can see everything from a different perspective and actually choose 
the direction and the pace that we want to live. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's get on with these five benefits of our alone time. These five benefits and healing powers of solitude. I kind of like the word solitude. (laughs) So the first healing power of solitude is that it recalibrates us. It gets us back into the speed, the direction, the focus that we want our lives to be. And we want to pay attention to this because just a slight change in the direction that you are going can land you in such a different place with time So it may look like you're not really that much off track, but even a little bit over a long period of time is going to land you somewhere you didn't even intend to be. So by being alone, you get the opportunity to ask yourself some questions, right? You get to sit with yourself and perhaps your journal where you could write out the answers to questions like, what's important to me? Is my work important to me? Is this relationship I'm in important to me? Why? Why is my work important to me or my relationships? So forth. Am I making progress? And if not, why am I not making progress? And finally, how can I make progress? We get to answer these questions and feel the deep meaning and the purpose in our own lives bubble up as we are actually giving it space to come up and be noticed. The second one I have for you is rejuvenation. Being alone, being away from other people, places, and our regular things can help us to rejuvenate. We can recharge mentally, emotionally, physically. Because often we are spending our lives working too hard. And when we do that for too long, we begin to get resentful. 
All that busyness can take a toll on our body, minds, and spirits. So getting some alone time may be all you need to come back and be stronger, be more centered, and be happier. Needless to say, being alone increases our creativity, our concentration, our memory, and therefore in our work lives and home lives, our productivity. The third one I have for you is that we get to reassess our relationships. We asked ourselves some of those questions in the first step, but having a large network in our work lives and our family lives is wonderful in our online lives, I suppose, but having our core group of loyal and trusted people around us is really, really where the value comes in. So we want to, maybe when we step back from our phone and our people for a day or an hour, whatever we can afford, we can really begin to figure out who's important, what's important, to really reassess these relationships in our lives and find deeply who it is that we care about and can be with on a level that is really beneficial to both and those people who are essential to us so that we can invest more time and energy in these people and not just be busy with our huge network of online people and uh, communities. It also helps us to weed out anything that is harmful or toxic to us, and we can then dedicate less time to those people, places, and things that are not helpful to us, but especially in this step here, this third one, the relationships. The fourth one I have for you is that it can help us to handle our fears. This is a super big one for anybody who's struggling with anxiety, because sometimes we worry about things that we've just been carrying around with us for a really long time. Things that really didn't need to be worried about in the first place, and we still are carrying them around. Why? Because of habit. Because, you know, fear is relentless. It comes back over and over. It's persistent. So we are always having to deal with it. And when we are dealing with it in the same reactionary way, it's it's digging that trench or that pathway in our brain so much deeper, so much stronger. And so we just fall into it naturally. We don't, we don't even know what we're doing. It's habit. So it may not have any more bearing on us, but when we take a step back, we can begin to see what is important to be thinking about. And rather than fearing these things, maybe we can figure out what action needs to be taken. And by stepping back and gaining perspective, we begin to break free from these relentless habitual fears. Maybe these are habitual fears around what people think or some other dread that no longer plays a part in our lives. And we get to see it more clearly when we can step back. This ability to step back and have some solitude is really powerful. The fifth one that I have for you is that solitude helps 
us to appreciate our achievements and accomplishments. This is something that I ask clients to do often, to report to me what their successes were. What are your achievements? What are your accomplishments? And to do even a timeline going way back of your achievements and accomplishments. We pay so little attention to these. Now we may have a lot of them. We may only have a few of them, but the important thing is to remember them, to keep them top of mind because we are built with a negative bias. Humans are built with a negative bias. So we will remember the difficulties, the challenges, the troubles, the fears, the problems. We have to actually be cognizant of our ability to remember and pay attention to our achievements, accomplishments, and things we are proud of. This won't come naturally, relentlessly, and persistently like the fears will, like the mistakes will, right? So we have to do this for ourselves. You might even need to write yourself a note, but that's why it's included here is because we are bound to experience life a day at a time. That's all. That's all we can do a moment at a time. And it's easy for us to forget how much we've been through and how much we have achieved. Taking a break can help you to see that. And it can help you to have gratitude for everything that is here, right here, right now. How you decide to get your alone time may vary, and it's going to be different for each of us. Some of us can only afford maybe an hour on a weekend. I get that. I have lived that life where there was no time for me, and I had to carve it out, and you have to find it yourself. And you can do this, or maybe you have the luxury of being able to get away, so to speak, where you can actually leave your home for a weekend. That would be like totally luxurious, right? Take what you can. Maybe it's an hour, maybe it's an afternoon, maybe it's a weekend, maybe you can go for a week. This is all up to you. The reality is, We need to even take as much as we can. Make it yours and don't judge it by what other people are able to or not able to do. Maybe it is something as small as going to a movie by yourself, going to a movie by yourself where you don't have to talk to anybody about the movie. You don't have to hear somebody else's opinion about the movie. You get to just daydream through it or totally immerse yourself in it, whatever. When I was a young mom, I had a girlfriend. We would iron together in the evening couple of times. This was like a wonderful, fun thing to do. And one time she told me, that was back when people used to iron their clothes, but one time she told me that her favorite thing to do secretly was to go to the movies by herself. Now I had never done that. And I thought I was pretty impressed, but that was her solitude. That was her little peaceful thing to do to get away. Now maybe you can't do that. Maybe you're home with little kids all the time and that's okay. In the evening, when everybody's tucked away in bed, 
Give yourself an hour to just dream, to daydream, to doodle in your journal, and think your own thoughts. Maybe it's going for a hike. Maybe it's being out in nature. Maybe it's reading a long, interesting book that you have, you know, never dared to pick up because it was going to take too long. It's a way of being immersed in something that's important to you, just you. Nothing you want to report to anybody about, just for you. Maybe it's just daydreaming. Maybe it's just going for a walk around the block. But I would love for you to find that little bit of solitude where you can let yourself be and find those deep inner bubblings that will come, they will come up and to, to examine them and to reassess and recharge and rejuvenate. In the end, what really matters is that you're able to enter into a a mental state where you're not being reactive, but rather you're just letting go, noticing, noticing what's bubbling up, reminiscing about your achievements and accomplishments, or just plain imagining a beautiful, wonderful series of ideas or paintings or drawings or life events. Let your imagination go just for that little bit of time that you can carve out for yourself. It's important. It's just you with you. And so I really hope that you do that because it's been a real blessing in my life. And I would love for you to enjoy that same kind of time alone. I look forward to being with you in another couple of days. And now for today's quote. In stillness lives wisdom. In quiet you'll find peace. In solitude you'll remember yourself. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.